talking into the microphone. Hello, Becky. Hello, How Ryan. Was Becky. We're good. We're live. Hello, there Becky. Oh. Oh. It's we're live, no pressure. Oh, hello, Randy. Recording. So turn on the Hello, Tina. Hello. Light oh, now on. we're live. Zach. Oliver's now all f- all of a sudden wanting to be like God, I can't believe all of Milo missed that deer. I really I really love venison. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like I don't think he's ever had venison in his, his brother life. Missed the deer. Yeah, and he's like, "Oh, I'm so disappointed." I'm like, "Oliver, you've never had venison we in had, your life." So Onyx shot his deer, and we had they were lab- labeled butterfly chops, which I've never heard before. But they were these little thin, nice little fillet steaks things, and they Onyx liked chops. those. And then we brought in the back strap, and I cooked that the other night. And he's like, "No, I like the other ones better." And I'm like, "It's a back strap. Like, what is wrong with you? Like, it's the best cut on the meat. Right. Like, of the." He ate it, but he said he preferred the other ones better. It I was think. overdone because we did it. Well, when you say you cooked it, you put it in the pan and then you had to run and off let to the board finish. school board meeting. So I cooked it yeah, over, <laughs> and I overdid it. I guess. Because it was oh, super uneven. I know. I was, I was yeah. Ugh. But the middle was super, it was like an inch and a half thick, but then it falls out to the edges. So I, I wanted to make sure I got it good enough. When I came home it. and ate it, I yeah. still thought it was good. To me, it tasted Honest just... said t- it was good. tasted like pot roast. didn't even taste no? like venison. Hmm. It was good. See, I did a damn good job. Randy, how's your deer taste? <laughs> well, you'll never beat the taste of beef. Well... And did you know you can just call a guy, and he'll just haul in your quarter of beef to the locker plant, and you just go pick it up? You don't have to murder an animal or anything. You, have to, you didn't have to drag out a stupid ground blind in 35-mile-an-hour blizzard... Tie it down. Good Lord, it's the first snow of the season. It was a it blizzard. It was a blizzard. It's it driving like it out 15 there. miles an hour to get there on Friday. All day today. The roads were miserable. <laughs> so I don't you know, really. Still, still hassle Randy over we, it. When we came out of the hockey rink, the doors on our car were froze shut. So. Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. But we've seen, Good so God. this is the first time Milo's gone deer hunting, and I haven't deer hunted in 15, 18 years. Yep. And we have seen, so we've been out three days now. And we've probably seen 25 deer. I mean, 16 of them just this morning. I haven't had a lot of shooting opportunities and a few missed shooting opportunities. Just Milo being first time deer hunting, little buck fever a few times. Froze. I I took Milo deer hunting, was it last year? So was he nervous? He didn't have a gun, though. He didn't have a gun. He was in line with us. Oh, he's nervous. Just too nervous to pull the trigger. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. He froze on one this morning, a four point buck. 10 minutes into the first time I had him out, a nice eight point buck runs out 70 yards, sits broadside for him. And he, he shot and missed. He actually waited and waited and waited until the buck took off running and then shot oh, once. Yeah. And it missed, you know. So then he he's passed on a lot of deer because he's like, oh man, there's big bucks out here, you know? Sure. So he's passed on a lot of does, which is fine. We had lots yeah. of time. Well, then today now he's like, okay, no more passing deer. I'm, I'm going sh- to, I want a deer. And then uh, he froze on that four point buck. We had a, Another buck with four does, a smaller buck with four does behind it, walking up right up to us in the blind. And he leans over to ask me if he should shoot one of them. <laughs> <laughs> and, the, and as soon as he opened his mouth, I didn't even hear what he said because he got like, should I? And the buck let out a big old huff of air and they all turned around and took off running. I just looked at him. He's like, oops. So then, <laughs> so then tonight we had right five minutes left of shooting. This decent doe walks up. He waits. Broadside, 40 feet away, shoots it. It looked like a good shot, dropped it. It laid on the ground for five, 10 seconds, jumped up, ran away, and we spent two hours following a blood trail. And the blood trail just went to a drop, and then two, 300 feet later, a drop. So, no deer. 
no deer. So we're out in the trees with the flashlights in the blizzard tracking down this stupid deer, which we knew we were on their same deer because you could see the tracks, you know, and we could, you know, once in a while find a blood drop, but, but it's gone. So I guess we'll have to try again tomorrow. Like Zach said, somebody gave it a Band-Aid. Yep. Clearly. Yeah. What yeah. else? How, how else yeah. would it stop bleeding? Yep. It's fun was with it. So I'm sure the fun helped it out by putting one on. Right. It noticed. Yes. Like, right. Oh, mom. Yeah. I have you one don't of look my so unicorn Band-Aids. <laughs> Here. I have a Bambi Band-Aid for you. <laughs> a, a what? A Bambi Band-Aid. A Bambi Band-Aid. Band-Aid. <laughs> Becky, that fireplace is getting a little warm. Could you? Uh, I think it's okay. I forgot my my house shoes. So I'm in, I have no socks on because clearly I still feel like it's summer. You bring your own shoes to other people's houses? To yours, I do. I didn't know that. I did. Last time I brought my own shoes. I, I brought my house slippers. Zach thought he I was the only that person that brought shoes well. to friends' houses. I oh, no, I just started doing it because you just made the comment once that you just always wear your Crocs in the house. Yeah, it's awesome. So, so a like, week a ago, so the job you came out and did a video. So we had that video, the stock equipment, and then we were we're working on a tile job. So the next day when we hauled that equipment out, DJ brought the low boy out for me to haul the plow with. And I load the plow, and I jump in the semi, and there's a pair of Crocs sitting like <laughs> like in the semi? In the semi. And then I was and then I, I knew what they were for. I chuckled. So I threw them aside and got in and drove to the next job and then he ended up taking the semi back and right away he calls like, Oh, you got mud in the truck. Like I even brought you a pair of Crocs to t- take your boots off. And so needless to say, I, I didn't wear the Crocs, but he brought them for that reason. He wanted me to take my boots off, like unlace my work boots, wear the Crocs to drive to the next job. And then, then put your boots back put on, put the boots back out. on and you get out. Yeah. That was DJ. Yeah. Yeah. You can't have mud in the trucks. Huh? <laughs> right. I, yeah. I've seen your guys equipment and the conditions you work in. It's, it's amazing how you can keep everything always spotless. Oh yeah. Yeah. Real spotless. <laughs> Have you talked about Onyx's deer hunting? No, we haven't talked about that mm, on the probably podcast. Probably not on the podcast. I mean, that well, was a that's a pretty awesome. I mean, yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. he's probably going to be let down for most of the rest of yeah, his. Yeah, he has life. a lifetime <laughs> of disappointing hunts to get ahead of him because his first his first buck was a monster ten point. So yeah, that's done. What now? Why and, even hunt? And right, it was right. <laughs> and it was a ten point. That he's had a camera on for six months. Yeah, yeah, all summer long. And he was hunting for that. Like, he wasn't going to shoot anything but that 10 point. Not at that point, no. And then uh-huh. and then it presented itself. Because this yeah. wasn't even, this wasn't, it was the youth hunt. So it was before even, like, right. the two-week normal hunt started. That's why I hounded him because, well, the neighbors got, got a deer stand not far away because we're 150 yards from the property line. Which is fine, but I'm like, man, it's the youth hunt. If you want that thing, like you got to spend as much time out there Take as you have right now. Take advantage of it, yeah. Because the neighbor can't be out there, right? So, and he got it. That was the deer he wanted, like V1. That was pretty cool to, to go trophy hunting, right? For the one deer that's on your property that you know is a big deer, right? And actually get that to all work out. Yeah, yeah. So that's now cool. he, he was all worked up last night again because we had the weather come in. Yep. So we had the wind and the snow, and then last night was pretty decent. The wind and the snow stopped, and he was gun ho again. Like we gotta go. They're gonna be out. They're gonna be everywhere. <laughs> like what? What do you like? We already have as much venison as we're gonna want to eat. You right. got For your deer, man. Yeah. That's- I don't know though, because like, I figure if we bring those, because we've got all the scraps, to bring those in, turn them into beef sticks or whatever. All of us will eat the beef sticks. They'll be gone and like. I told Milo right, we were gonna months. do a- venison sticks. Well, they mix them with beef or pork though, so yeah. they're variety yeah, meat that, sticks. But there's like. 
There's like 30 pounds of them. That's what I told bags. Milo we're doing. I said, we're going to keep a few of the steaks and the rest is going to sticks. Yeah. What? Oh, God, yeah. My There's not much. Oh, like, God, you can no. get a roast out of it. You can get, like, there's the roast, the back strap, and then, like, a couple, I don't know, whatever they call those butterfly chops. Mm-hmm. But there's not a lot of, like, big cuts of meat out of a deer, you know? It's a lot of scrappy pieces. Yeah. But, like, a lot of people will grind, you can grind it up, you know, and right. do, like, that kind of stuff. But... When, I don't know, you can't, the sticks are awesome. My parents always, they may have something made that's like, I think they call it a Polish sausage. It's like a breakfast sausage that yeah. my dad will boil in water and it's real oh, good. Oh, yeah. I'll give you a Swedish sausage. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> but you're not Swedish. <laughs> he is Swedish. Like 75% or something crazy like I'm, that, I'm, aren't you? I'm relatively. Which is weird because I'm most Swedish, Swede. like blonde. You do have no, the blue they're, eyes. They're, 6'3", dark hair. You have hair. little eyes. Super you good looking. Blue eyes. <laughs> oh, little I eyes. said you have little <laughs> eyes. Zach has like, little beady blue eyes and Randy, whatever whatever domination, whatever Randy is, is sausage fingers and what? Yeah. <laughs> Mostly Norwegian. <laughs> oh, so, so if you're Swedish, you have little beady eyes and if you're Norwegian, you have I'm actually, large sausage fingers yeah. and what else was Tina saying? <laughs> Tiny that eye holes. Tiny eye <laughs> And tiny you ear also holes. said weird inner ear holes. He does. Oh, he yeah. has very weird inner ear holes. Well, Tina was I, I tuned up that holes. night. That's that was a was that? Very I don't. I strange. I think that thing. was probably my like top three. I don't drunk remember Tina that night. She was. Yeah. She was good. She just totally laid into Randy for a minute and a half and gave us all of his all flaws. of his friends <laughs> so much to pick was that at our house no it was at Matt Niren's was it I he was know. really like gosh, I don't his sausage fingers you really hit hard on those everything she'd say we'd make fun of him for it and then she'd say something else and give us more ammo oh yeah you know yeah it happens oh, yeah. you know oh, oh you know oh you know did you say DJ brought a kitten home <laughs> to the shop today so to the shop he was leaving. He had the twins with him, and How he's old are going the twins to now. Like a year, two years, two years. Jeez, they were a year. Or was it two years at Fourth of July? They must be a little over two years. Oh, jeez. So he's bringing them to the shop, and I think it was at the end of his driveway or the like the intersection. Like this morning when it was cold and windy and snowing, he's driving down the gravel road, and here's this tiny baby kitten just sitting on the. Like he drove over the top of it. Like it I was wonder if in the it came the from our house. What did it look like? <laughs> Actually, it kind of looks like our cat. It looks a lot like our cat, but like very babyish, like tiny, yeah, just tiny, all by like, itself on the yeah. gravel. All by itself, gravel like, road in the middle. I know of nowhere, how it got cold, there. It windy. climbed up in a hood and rode on somebody's right. car, and then Tiller. jumped out in a random yep. spot and was like, he, "Shoot!" Now he what? blew over the top of it, and then it was like, "Whoa, that was a cat!" And he looks like, well, "I didn't, I didn't drive it over." Like he, you know, it was in the middle of his vehicle, went over. So he backed up and grabbed it, and he said it was. Friendly, he backed up and the cat ran up to his door. So he picked it up and it was the friendliest cat in the world for this little tiny baby kitten. Brings it to the shop, fed it a leftover ham sandwich from the from the uh, refrigerator. Yeah, magic yeah, magic refrigerator. refrigerator. Yep, ate a whole ham sandwich. Like the sandwich is twice the size of the cat, but somehow it ate the whole thing. <laughs> and then he found it some milk, and then I think he gave it to Jocko because he had to go. And then uh, I think Jocko brought it out to Dylan. So I think it's at Dylan's house actually now. Well, it needs to go to the vet. It looks like it's one of its eyes infected, and it might have worms. Yeah, oh, but I'm it, sure I mean, it, it worms. survived the frigid temperatures out in the middle of a gravel road. I'm 
Are you sure going to have a little eye infection? No, I think DJ should have to take it in well, and hey, cover that bill. Everyone, everyone's telling him, like, like, hey, you made that decision to back up and pick that cat up. Like, that is yours now. It's a shop you need to Every take shop it needs a cat. We've tried that before, and they keep getting ran over on the highway. That's why you just get another yeah, cat. Yeah, you got to have enough of them, and you know why. I've well, never had a cat get run over before. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. You just have a you so, just have a magic fridge of cats. We've yeah. had we've had a rough year of farm cats on the farm, and I don't know why it's been so bad this year. But so we had two litters of kittens, two separate mamas, and the one mom up and disappeared. Both of them. Well, first the one up up and disappeared. Yeah. And her kittens were young, and so we had to send them to the neighbor farm to finish out nursing because I wasn't bottle feeding them. And then the other mom, then thankfully hers were pretty much weaned. She up and disappears. Was this the neighbor farm? No, no. We've actually, we brought them to the neighbor farm and they had a mama cat and we threw them on and she took them and we actually, we went back and got them like a month later when they were (laughs) Really? Yeah. Yeah. Because the girls, our girls, you know, they're pretty, they're pretty attached to their darn cats. Just did foster. They actually went and lived at our old house. Yeah. At our old house. I just put a post on, I just put a post on Facebook and I was like, anybody got a mama cat that's willing to try and take some more kittens? And we brought them over there and the mom, the mom cat literally like picked the one up by the head and just tucked it right in and immediately was like, get on the tit and nurse and i was like okay this is gonna work out so great. a month later your kids still remember that these cats were oh at yeah absolutely their house? The girls, oh, the yeah, girls, they were the girls would check in up. with because their friends also uh, live there so they would check on the bus like how are the kittens you know like whatever they'd like, get are they like, ready updates. to wean yeah <laughs> yeah so the day they were ready we went and got them and and then in the meanwhile the other mom cat had also disappeared so then we had two litters of kittens basically with no moms they i still, found one of the moms i just i found it a little too late and I couldn't tell which one it was. It was... Something happened. Squished. No, not squished. No. I don't know what happened. It was on the concrete in the middle of all the grain bins. Well, this was the, one of these kittens, though, was the damn cat that died. It was... I picked it up one day. It was limp, cold. The thing was dead. Brought it to the pet cemetery out in the woods. Didn't bury it, but I set it there for Zach to deal with when he got home. And then Zach got home and didn't deal with it. And then the next morning, well, we I didn't wake deal up. with it because it was dead. Well, you, you were going to bury it. No, you were going to bury it, though. You were going to. We were right, going to. But have I talked them. to. I think I talked to the girls, and we decided we were going to do it. Anyways, we wake up the next morning and the cat's alive. It was covered in cockleburrs walking around the deck. It had come like I mean, it, it didn't come like a short distance either. It came like. Farther than the kid that tiny should have come. It made it all the way back to the deck somehow, covered in cockleburrs, so you know it came from there. Like, it's not a duplicate, it's the same cat. So we were like, well, that's weird. (laughs) (laughs) So then we go, I don't know, two, three months, and now it got cold, so all these kittens have been in the garage. A couple of them. be, 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 Be careful where you go with this story right now. A couple of them have hitched a ride on the cars, made it out to the gravel. We've then stumbled upon them. They've been fine. Bring them back to the yard, like... We'll find them a mile down the road on the gravel, and we're like, "Oh, there's a cat. Pick it up, bring it home. It's fine." We're stalling. <laughs> but didn't you like? Didn't you guys go on vacation one year and you like called a cat? Was it, that wasn't in your vehicle? Oh yeah, that, was, that was in just, your. We just took it on a twelve day, thirty three hundred mile road trip. Yeah, the but, pregnant cat got into the camper somehow, and okay. we didn't know it. And we it's got to Fargo. We got to Fargo, and we were going to pop in the camper to go to use the bathroom or whatever. And here's like huge pregnant cat and we're like what the hell do we do do we turn around like we didn't have any friends that in Fargo that would house sit it so it ended up driving with us all the way to Glacier National Park for a 14 day road trip vacation cats need so, vacations too 
these kittens we're talking about would be yes. that cat's grandchildren. Yes. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so the other day I'm leaving. Well, first Rhiannon got one in the car door. Oh, that's right. Oh, so no. Rhiannon Last was week. slamming the car door, and the kitten jumped up right at the wrong time. And, you know, it falls. It's, you know, having a spaz on the garage that's or on the floor. It was no. alive, but it was making a mess on the concrete. Oh, so she's freaking oh. out, and like so, so, and we have friends over. The girls had friends over, and of course, it wasn't even. It was Isla's kitten, so Rhiannon killed her sister's kitten. So very traumatic. Well, technically, her. Dad so I just, you know, I don't. In these moments, I'm just kind of like. I say, okay, your dad's bringing it to the vet. You know, we'll find out more in a few days. And then in a few days, we'll just kind of deal with it. And it'll be a little less painful kind of type deal. But I didn't take it to the vet. No, you took care of it. I took it it. to the train station. Yeah. Three, four days later, and we're still waiting to hear back from the vet on this first kitten that's missing or gone. And then we're backing out of the driveway and I get down to the gas pump. I'm filling up and I I hear, uh, and I'm like, I was in the race shop and I heard it. And, oh, I and I called that. I thought Zach. it was Isla yelling something. So I walk out the door. I'm like, son of a bitch. And it's just cat s- laying on the trying to screaming. get across the <gasps> yard. And then oh, I'm no. like, I'm, I'm like, I'm not trying. I'm trying. To, we're trying to leave. I got all the kids in the car. So I'm trying not to draw attention to it. So I'm like making eye contact with Zach pointing and I'm pulling up. So then we start to leave and I just know that he's going to take care of it. And then meanwhile, we're leaving and there's another one on the two side of, of the driveway. Also injured. Jeez. Oh my gosh. You ran over two cats. Two kittens in one, yep, one hundred yard trip. So I'm sure then I call Zach and like I'm like, you know, wheel. like go back. Well, you think they climb up the front tires and then up through the little, yeah. and then I think they try and yeah. jump out while you're moving, and then you we, get them in that process. Growing up on the on the dairy farm, we had tons of cats around. And- well, that's what oh, I always so told her. I can't time. believe ours live out here. Like right. every year, we'd have ten kittens. Yep, and. Once every five years, one kitten would make it through. And that's how yeah. the cycle would continue. And that's kind of how right. we operate, too. We go one into the in winter with eight live. cats, yep. and we come out come with out. one or two right. in the spring. Yep. And that's pretty much whatever. It's fine. We, we had a new litter. The, get, the girls like having new litters of kittens every year. And everyone's like, spare new year cats. And it's like, we don't we don't have to do that. It just it's, takes care of itself. Like, yeah, it's right. fine. But so Bob, then I, Bob you Barker know, so I'm expecting Zach to handle it. And, and yes, did he get run over? I was going to say he's going to roll over in his grave, but I no, think he's, he's still just, alive. He's still I think he's alive, still above ground. So Zach Alex doesn't... Alex Trebek is gone. Zach uh, doesn't have the heart yes. to deal with these kittens, so he ends up bringing them to the vet. I like Glenwood. cats, specifically my daughter's kittens. So he brings them to the vet and The Glenwood. legit The real vet. This, this time, time. So okay. here's here's why I did this. This one went to the bus station. The first, the first one. one. Uh, Number two and three. But these two now, from two days ago... So she runs She runs over the one that's screaming on the driveway, right? And I'm like, son of a bitch. And then she calls me, and she's like, there's there's a second one halfway down the driveway. It wasn't screaming before she ran over, correct? <laughs> no. You, you said <laughs> no. runs over the one that was screaming on the driveway. Yeah. So, <laughs> no, I didn't run it over a so second I, time. I come to check on I'm, the second one, and it's just staring at me, but the back half of it is like, mm. it's been smushed. But it's looking at me. Like the front half is sitting up looking at like, Tales from the crypt type of stuff. So just so we... It's like paralyzed. About, it doesn't even right. know that it's injured. How about, right. the, how about the first cat? Was that the front half or the back half? Bo- uh, that both was the back, back half, half too, but here's oh, why so they ended up couldn't. going to the actual vet was because the first one, when I walked back to that one, it had rolled over and was like sitting up like it was okay. So I picked it up and it didn't even... Like it was fine. I mean, I wondered if a leg was broke or something and I'm like, I, like I just... 
God dang it. I just <laughs> took care of one the other day. Yeah. And I'm like, I just get son of a, like, I'll go shoot the little one. That's obviously no good. Yeah. Then I walk over there. I'm like, I don't, I don't want to shoot a kid. <laughs> so then I walk over to the good one and I picked it up again. I'm like, get in the truck, you little bastard. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to Glenwood. Yeah. You got them both. Fine, I'll he take you in. Them to and, then, the vet. and then I'm like, I checked first to make sure the vet was open, which they were. And I told them I was going to bring them one in. Like, I'm going to bring one in, look at it, and then basically tell me you got to put it down and you can do it, not me. Yeah. And then on the way out, I grabbed the second one because my heart was too soft and I couldn't shoot it. So then I brought two cats in to the vet. So one of them got to stay overnight and they x rayed it. Oh, and the no. other one, and the other one, they put down. So then, meanwhile, so then they're like, "Yeah, this first one, you know, it's just got some pelvic fractures, and it's gonna, just, yeah, it's gonna be fine. It's in the garage right now." They said. So it goes. And- so they needed to keep it two nights because it also it wasn't peeing. They needed to make sure it was gonna pee, whatever. So this morning, I went to the vet before our hockey games and picked up one dead kitten in a box to bring home to have a burial service for, which oh, is still no. in the trunk, by the way. Oh, no. <laughs> still in the trunk. We can't forget that. Yep. And then, it's be, and then, it's it's in the be, trunk. And we turn the heat up in the garage, so it's going to be July, and we're going to be driving to Water Emma, and like, what's that smell? Oh my god! <laughs> and then the other kitten, it's like it's getting around, I guess, and she's got a bunch of medicine. She had X-rays. I don't know. She needs antibiotics, pain pills. That'll end up being the cat. Oh Ear mites. All the other cats of the right. farm now. And uh, either that or like the day we let it out of the kennel and it's all healed and better, it'll get smushed. That's right. True. Yeah, it'll, one or the other. Yeah. But hopefully, if that happens, it's just done. Yeah. And I can chuck it in the ditch and just, like, I just can't. I hate finishing them off. Yeah. Yep. And a $500 vet bill. Yeah, I bet. You didn't have to add yeah. that part. Oh. Well, they're not, it's insurance. not cheap for... You should get, you get cat, cat insurance. <laughs> can you? Can you do that? I'm sure oh, God, yeah, there's pet got, insurance. Yeah, my sure. sister's got insurance. Someone will write that policy Ranger, for the one you. who can't swim. Insurance on the dog? Well, I suppose because it can't swim. Yeah, I don't <laughs> who knows know. what else? Does it cover <laughs> drowning? I guess I don't know. Does it cover drowning? Well, that if would it be drowns like... and she calls, they'll be like, "Well, yeah, the fine print says if your lab can't swim, we don't cover it. <laughs> <laughs> we don't cover the non-floatable labs." That is, which is she's absolutely not a lab. amazing. She's like a. She's, she's a, not a lab. No, she may a, have a mix of some it's a, lab. It's a lab. Great Dane. Yeah, Great Dane. So somebody out there's got to know if Great Danes are horrible swimmers. because I thing, think they are. Yeah. yeah are I they? think I Googled it already. That's hilarious. That's where. This it just dog. looks like a big lab. With really no, long legs. No, it had long legs. And it's yeah. got a and weird, its head was different shaped too. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Than a lab. It looks just, more like a black Great Dane. A black Great Dane that yeah. cannot swim. Correct. <laughs> yep. Can just manage to keep its nostrils half an inch out of water <laughs> is the best it can do. Legs. legs would come out of the water meanwhile, so high. Meanwhile, the miniature docks and the weeder dog is swimming around. They're like, what the hell's wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> just lay level. Paddle a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Try a doggy paddle. <laughs> Becky, you got to turn the fireplace off. Oh, it is we'll, getting warm We now. will kill everybody here. I already turned it way Even down. Even the people listening... Can feel that. <sighs> you guys finished harvest? Everybody? Randy, you done? We're done. We have 230 acres of non-tilled, muddy water rut corn So you're going to have left. a nightmare in the spring. We're hoping, if it would ever start freezing a little bit, that we could still skate across them. But we have... Yep. Yep. We have about 1,000 acres of very thin, scratched-over, rutted-up corn stock tillage. So, yeah, we could have... 
Depending on what the spring does, we could have still have a nightmare. So you're not going to have anything else for tillage this fall? Not We're hoping it if it starts freezing amount. just enough where we can skate across that we'll try to hit a bunch of that a second time. If not, we'll have Thank some you. some sins to cure in the spring. How many days is that in 300? How many days is 300 acres of tillage? One day. Oh, it is? Oh, okay. Yeah. Do we have any listeners that had their gallbladder removed that have phantom gallbladder attacks? I have more oh. gallbladder attacks You're not going to wait for them to answer? There might be some listeners. Oh, Nope, they didn't answer. No, there isn't anyone. <laughs> I have more gallbladder attacks now than I did before they removed my gallbladder, and That's I'm getting weird. so freaking sick of it. Maybe they lied to you and didn't actually take your gallbladder. Ooh, out. maybe it was just the appendix. No, nope, they already they just, took my appendix. They out. made the oh. incision, charged you for it, sewed you back up, and sent you home. Ooh, yeah, that would be, that a, could be actually a really good business model, right? I think actually some Mayo did already that has once. Mayo Maybe. already well, has a good several people have done that. Yeah. Maybe you lost a kidney. They said yeah. they're going to take your oh, appendix out, and kidneys. they took the kidney oh, and sold high. it. I've seen a lot of kidneys for sale on Craigslist lately. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Facebook Marketplace. One of them looked just like yours. <laughs> really? <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> the left or the right? Yep. They're labeled. It's yep. a center kidney. Uh, <laughs> I want to talk about Randy mentioned tillage there. And a couple of days ago, and I don't know when the videos are. I haven't seen the videos, but a couple of days ago, Larson's were on Instagram dragging the rippers through stand. Not they weren't digging through the standing water, but they were clearly out in some muddy fields. They were digging as much as they could have in the standing water. Right. Yeah. Yep. And I just I kind of want to defend them on that because I did see one post to eating them up on Twitter. Of course. Oh God, you got to drive west of Morris, and that's all you'll see. Right, but, I mean, but the people on Twitter just couldn't believe, like, why in the world would you be out? Just leave it for a few days, it'll dry. Yeah, we've had the same, people, there. same you know, people asking. Why don't you just drain tile that? It takes <laughs> a lot of cash. Enough. takes no. a lot of cash. Randy gets there's a lot not of comments enough, about that. Yeah, there's not enough hours in the year. I mean, it's a balance. You can't. So it is undrained or untiled. Most of it, yes. All the, of our pattern tiled stuff this year has not a single rut through them. They all got nice tillage done to them. When the field next to them that didn't have any tile in it is rutted up from end to end, standing water in it. Gotcha. So, yeah. I just being, can't believe But it's people that like Larson's, they tiled their priority. There were fields that Correct. took a priority over that. Right. Like, even yeah. though that looks terrible, there were yep. fields that were much it's, worse. And they may it's not any, own that ground, so they, they're they not going to dump $1,000 right. an acre And it's, and it's any kind of an investment. I mean, right. if an investment pays, it's still a balance. You got to have the money to be able to do it for it to pay you back. If right. you go broke trying to do it for the investment, it, it can't pay you back. You know, it's a, it's a balance. Yep. Yep. And I would Return assume there's got to be like you can't just tile everything, right? There are limits. Like sometimes you're told like no, oh, yeah. you can't tile that. Yep. So between the watersheds, NRCS, SWCD, DNR, Fish and Wildlife, we have to permit through all those. Anything that's, for the most part, a depression that hasn't been fixed pre-1985, then we have rules of what we can and can't do in those areas. So then a lot of those areas are maybe a spot that was fixed in the 70s that wasn't fixed good enough. We can't add any more tile to that. We can only fix it to what it was done pre-85. You can basically replace how it was done. Correct. Yeah. No, 40-year-old technology. No deeper, yeah. no bigger, no further. So that's the Wetland Conservation Act is what protects that. I have a question. 
Questions are closed. The tractors that were stuck in the last YouTube video that you and Zach did together. Yes. A lot of people were commenting on that. Like, is this like a drain slew? Like, what is this? Why is it like this? And I think I did comment on one comment and I was like, oh, maybe I shouldn't say that. But that ground is like Lake Agassiz. What, Lake Aga? Agassiz? Agassiz, right? I don't. Agassiz is south of us. I think that starts. Yep. That starts at basically South Dakota, Nebraska line. But doesn't it go all the way to Herman? Or it went all the way to Herman? Yeah, get on the Googler. Yeah, because it's like Herman Beach. I'm thinking of the giant aquifer. Is that? Yeah, you're thinking of the I'm the okay, lake. Lake Agassiz. Yes, I know what you're it's talking about. It's the glacier. Now, so. It was like the original. I mean, this was Lake Agassiz too, wasn't no, it? No, uh-uh. Nope. It was the shortest. It ended right. You can pull up the map. It's fascinating. Actually, a map of Lake Agassiz. I know some it's, bits and pieces of that, but I don't know Agassiz. the whole thing. It's Agassiz. 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 So there used to be this lake hundreds and, I don't know if it's thousands of years ago. It, it would end over there. It Basically, Red River Valley is the south tip. But if you, Herman, like right there, the little, the notch that goes out in Minnesota, yes. that was like the beach. Yeah. And this would have been a fair amount south of Herman yet. Mm. So I don't know if this quite would have been in there. In there? Okay. This piece of ground was CRP for 20 years and they broke it, I think he said five years ago. So for the last five years, they've been farming it, okay. and they've had a heck of a time. And it's just a wet piece. It has a big drainage ditch that runs through it. I was there half a mile from it, pattern tiling, you know, for that guy, because it's it's just a flat, you know, high water table. You know, that's just how, kind of how that ground is. And mm-hmm. so they'd gotten stuck there. And, I mean, it's good corn out there. And as wet as that ground is, if we get a bunch of snow, like, that ground won't freeze. They're not, they're not going to be able to just go out there. And three feet of snow and get that corn. Right. You know, so they're sitting at, what, $1,000 an acre out there? Yeah. Of corn? Yeah. I mean, how do you not go out after that? You know, there's $100,000 sitting there. Right. How do you not try Everyone to go says, get that? says, yeah, just leave it. And it's like, no. Let it freeze. Like, like if you, you had $100,000 laying in that it. field and you just had to go get it. You're going to let it sit through a day like right now where it's 40 mile an hour winds yeah. and snow? and it was standing good. Ra- like rain, snow mix yep. coming down? So they actually went back. So they'd gotten stuck. We got them out. They were like, we don't know what we're going to do. We're going to have to leave it, I think. They went home for a few hours, thought about it, thought, well, let's cut a new headland and get to the other side of the field on top of the hill and get what we can. We'll work up to that area and stop. When you say hill in that field, it's like a foot and a half higher. (laughs) Correct, yeah. Yep, the higher end of the field. The higher elevation side. So they go over the other side. They made like two rounds in pretty much the same scenario. So then that afternoon, we spent three and a half hours getting them out. This was that same day yep. after I left there. Yeah, pretty much same thing. They were going along, and I don't remember if the quad Did track went in first. at that point in time? Like, they were defeated. Like, they called us, and they're like, seriously, you guys will come back? And we're like, well, yeah, we're not going not gonna to leave a soldier down. Like, yeah, we'll come help you out again, you know? And, and they're just like, oh, thank you so much. Like, we didn't even want to call you. Like they were, I, I, they were we'll so leave, we'll just defeated. leave our million dollars worth. Yeah, we're, right. just yeah, we're just we're I'm done with farming. <laughs> yeah, the banks can come and repo it. They can deal with it. All kinds of places that need help right now. <laughs> yeah, we can do something else. So they decided after that they're going to leave it now till freeze spring. Like they don't know, but obviously they can. So it is still standing it. right now, as far as I know. Yeah, yeah, yep. That and that ground is going to take a while to freeze because it's so saturated. Yep, and with corn on it, it'll take longer. Right and now, if they get any amount of snow on it, mm-hmm. yep. it'll take forever. And they're twenty-two inch rows, sure. so that'll take even longer to freeze. Why longer. does the twenty-two inch take longer? There's just less gap. If it was thirty inch rows, I suppose not as much sun hits the yeah. ground. Yeah, yep. 
Which is a big reason for the 22-inch corn. Yeah. For, yeah. yeah. Like having thicker grass. Just, right. It's just got a protective mat yeah. over the ground more. But that ground, get back on that tillage thing. Yeah. So we have these ruts through them. So now, even in the field dries up, where those ruts are, so everyone always worries about compaction, which yes. is a, a real issue. Yeah. But when we're that saturated, there's not really any compaction going on because, I mean, we're full. It's so wet. It's You're not so creating wet. those bricks right. of mud. Yep. It's more yeah. like, it's more like I call it soup. Yeah. The big soup. thing of compaction is when you're out there like three days too soon, where it's just tacky enough that you're really packing it into concrete, you know, or here it's actually moving out of your way and almost like a wave. It'd be like kind of trying to make a snowball when the snow's water, half water. Correct. You can't yep. make a snowball. You can't pack that together. No. Yeah. So then, an analogy. Yeah, so if they left, that just now. Thank if you, If they Tina. leave that, those ruts will sit full of water because you do get a little compaction in the bottom of them tracks. So if you can get across it with a chisel plow, anything to, to rip through the bottom of that and at least somewhat level those ruts, it won't hold so much water, and you'll have a chance of getting in this spring. But anything that's rutted up and left this fall and they go into in the spring, like they won't farm that next year. Right. There's a mat of corn stalks over top of ruts from one end of the field to the other. And that's kind of what I told the guys on Twitter. Like even Because even when I watch it, I'm like, why? what are they doing? Like They can't even. Right. But – I know also that that mat of corn stalks sitting there with the yep. water, it, it's not going to dry. We, so even having those ruts through those spots where the water standing is going to dry faster than yep. that mat of corn stalks. We ended up, our worst stuff at the end, we have two 18-foot chisel plows that are just in the trees for years like this. So we put those on those two 8RTs, and then we worked this field straight sideways. And then the RTs would float across them ruts fine. 90 degrees to... Yep. They're 16-inch spacing, so they're a little wider. And it does just enough tillage and covers the ruts just enough that we can come back in and do a better job, hopefully later when it frees a little bit, and at least get something started. What do you have the big wheel tractor on, then? The big wheel tractor's on a 7-shank old, like a Tiger or whatever they call it, the blue DMIs. Yeah. So 30-inch spacing, I think. Yeah, so it's like 17 half feet wide. Does everybody hate running that compared to the RTs? That you can use out of steer. The RTs you can't? Not when we're in, I mean, we're, oh, not we're when it's in like standing that. water. Uh, yeah, so you end up kind of floating her through. We always had four-wheel drive articulates for a long time, and then yep. we got an RT and liked it, and we got another RT, and then we stuck with them a lot, and then Dad decided when he was upgrading one of his tractors that he thought we had too many tracks on the farm, we should get another articulate. And nobody likes driving it. Like, you're no. bouncing around all the yep. time. It's hard to get in and out of. Yep. It's just it's big. Yeah. Sliding around the corners, it's jerking you clumsy. back and forth. Every time you got to turn around anywhere in a tight corner, it's yep. annoying as hell. Yep. Those we, RTs, the more think, I run them, the more I like them. The only thing we like the big four-wheel drive for is falls like this where we're dealing with water, crap like that, is we can hook that 18-foot ripper up behind. We took the front discs off of it this year to lighten it up. Yep. Uh, you can't run the levers anyways because they just plug. And then he can drag that through. He can't go sideways because he can't drive across the ruts, but he can go about a 45-degree angle. Sure. And uh, does a pretty good job of that, too. But yep. for that, you can run run the auto steer. You just got to sit and raise and lower the ripper up and down the whole field. Yeah. And the, the, the 9RT couldn't do anything this fall until we went across it once with the chisel plow sideways, and then he could do something. Otherwise, he just spins and Some turns. questions and here. Can't you got go some? You're reading through? I want to you clarify. Make notes because it's hard to find them again. When oh. you were talking about Lake Agassiz, mm, yeah. it was the 
Ogallala Aquifer I was thinking of. Ogallala? Oh, well, that was Ola, the one that Ola, was open. Out in South Dakota, too, like where the bison farm is, correct? The, the north end basically is around that mission, South Dakota. A little, so, yeah. Lake Agassiz, that like that was Fargo, right? No, it was well, huge. It came down the it Red came River Valley. All the way, yeah, but like, Fargo was included in that? Yes. Yeah, it yeah. was and, huge. Like, it goes all the way to, I think, Hudson Bay area. Yeah. And that's the big flat where it's flat from Herman to. Yes. To yep. Hudson Bay. Yeah. 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 I think that all would have drained to the north. So that's probably yeah. Because I all, just thought of this, and I don't really Red know, River, but I would guess that would be the divide, probably. Well, all the shores of, of that. It's gotta be. Oh, gotta be probably. close to the divide line, right? Because all of the Red River Valley. I mean, that all flows north. Yes. Right. Yep. Which drops down to that. Yep. So the, where you so farm? The, so the line is Browns Valley, and then it zigzags all the way down. It comes south of that, though. The divide does comes south, and, of and then it zigzags south. So it's it's in Browns Valley, and then it zigzags south to just a mile. North of Clinton. Okay. It zigzags all the way across. So, fun fact for a lot of people listening. I don't know if we've ever touched that before on the podcast or not, but the Probably Continental not. Divide is just a mile north of your shop, meaning yeah, where your shop is, the water goes south to the Mississippi. Yep. But a mile north of you, it goes north to Hudson Bay. Yeah. Up the red. So, right there pretty much is the start of the Boise to Sioux watershed, which is north, and the start of the upper Minnesota, so the Minnesota River. So, so we're at the head of two major watersheds right there, which is also why we end up going through a little more permitting process than people at the areas around us. You've mentioned before that. that you have fields in situations where, like, you got to decide if you're going to drain it to the north or the south because the watersheds will fight over who's supposed to take the, it. The or- trouble is, so, you know, when they went through, I don't even know when, 50s, and made the watersheds, they didn't have the technology we do now. So they kind of went through and drove around and like took this whole corridor and that whole corridor and and we have a lot of fields that are just split in half. So it half like literally half, some of the field goes north and some go south. Correct. Yep. But it'll all be petitioned into one or the other. Sure. And we have some fields that the whole field. So they call it the physical water and the legal water. So the physical water, the way the water actually leaves that field is to the south, and it you can't make it go to the north. It just doesn't lay that way. But it's petitioned into the north. So it's paying taxes on Boise to Sioux watershed, which is higher than upper Minnesota, but the water is actually going to upper Minnesota. So it creates a real permitting disaster. And they don't want to fix it because the farmers that are in that would have to pay more or less taxes. Same with the watersheds, you know, it changes all the tax. So it's better after sure. just leave it alone and figure out how to permit it. Yep. Which it seems like the last couple of years now they've kind of come with a, a good way that we can permit it, but... Prior to that, I had projects that sat in Luau for four years because we couldn't figure out how to... On Luau? They went to a Luau? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's the the lake? That's what the lake was, yes. Freaking huge. By by looking at that, does it look like that lake went different directions? I'm trying to see what I'm looking at. So all of Minnesota's in it? No, no, the purple is the lake. Purple's the lake. Okay, Minnesota's down there. This is the Lake Agassiz map that we're looking at here. Yep. The, I mean, it was it's huge. The ancient, yeah, glacier lake. So it was when the glaciers oh, melted. I swiped over on your Google searches, Becky. Oh, that's not mine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was that is huge. It's, that one's mine. You, yeah. <laughs> what are you referring to, Randy? In the field, there's no time for downtime, and when the pressure is on, you need to trust your equipment to stand up to the task. 
That's when you turn to Mystic for performance and protection you can count on. Mystic lubricants are specially formulated to keep up with your demands. Now, you might be asking yourselves, how can that be? Mystic products are developed in real-world conditions with real-world workers in mind, and that means that your equipment is covered regardless of what's happening outside. With Mystic, you can get to work with confidence knowing your lubricants are engineered to thrive even under the most extreme and unforgiving conditions. Go ahead. Put your equipment to the test anytime, anywhere, because when it comes to superior performance and unmatched protection, Mystic always delivers. And when your equipment is protected, so is your livelihood. It's the reason so many folks choose to ride with Mystic. Because out here, performance under pressure isn't a request. It's a requirement. Go to mysticlubes.com to learn more about their line of products. That's M-Y-S-T-I-K lubes.com. I can't tell exactly where that is, but I think that is pretty close to the divide. To the divide? Does it go yep. way up like that? Once you get in the Dakotas not far, it goes way Cause that's, to the north? Yeah, and that's all Red River Valley. That's all. So do the western Dakotas, do they flow? They flow to the Gulf. Yeah, they come down the Missouri, right? Yes, they do. I said it out loud. They come down the Missouri River. Missouri? Very western goes north. No, eastern. Very eastern goes, yes, I was backwards. You're correct. Moving on, <laughs> Tina, what questions you got? <laughs> what? You're up. Go. Oh, Tina's, um, Tina's filtering through. There's a through. couple of questions about is there any new equipment in the future for you guys? It depends what the tax rule is. We, we, we're unclear. On our farm, I, potentially a sprayer. That's kind of on the list. Maybe some hopper bottom trailers. Is that because equipment is getting old or you you need more? That's some of our oldest stuff. Yeah. It's time to upgrade. It's yeah. time to, right. We're kicking around getting rid of an 8RT and then getting another big horse. Okay, is an 8RT a tractor? Yes. Yes. Yep. All right, that's what I've gathered so far. Um, and getting another 9RT? And then getting another 9, either 9RT or possibly, I hate to say it, but maybe a quad. Like a red um, quad? <gasps> or a 9RX? No, we can't afford a 9RX. So it'd have to be a red one. I don't know. They're that much more than a... You're going to get a red tractor? Possibly. There are people that we don't. Do we don't not. know. I mean, oh, I mean, oh, Randy. Dollars talk. I mean, we have blue tractors. We have green tractors. We have yellow combines. Well, we have green combines. On. You have a blue tractor. Still blue tractors. No, that no, tractor. Tractor. Blue tractor. 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 Yes, singular. <laughs> yes. That was one thing we've kicked around. It's nowhere near like happening yet. Because then I'm going to pull. I'd pull a planner with the nine RT then. Oh, because the nine R. Because with the cart behind, I don't have enough power. Uh, the, the 8RT. So the other part of that was we'd do high speed on the planner. Like a upgrade to? Yeah, upgrade yep. to speed tubes. We have everything else. We just need the speed tubes. I didn't realize. And I can't pull that planner any faster with an 8RT. Sure. But Precision is sold out of speed tubes for the year. Yep. So well, that won't happen. So then the, the big track doesn't necessarily have to happen this year either. So it might not. Why are they sold out? Is it a supply issue? Yeah, they're oh, always yeah, everywhere. Yeah. So there's probably some little part that's made in China or something that's like everything else that's holding it up, sitting. Just, some just, little part like the tubes. <laughs> yeah, are the John Deere employees still on strike? What's the deal with that? Yeah, I haven't followed that. I, I haven't at all, but I, either. I think I they are. And you know, I also learned that it's not just the, like everyone who sounds like, oh yeah, it's What's just the, John Deere, but it was like apparently the union. There's a union the that covers. Union. 
John Deere, but then that's also GM, all of the automaker people. I don't a portion of the UAW, right? Yeah. The GM ones aren't on strike, I don't think. But I don't know, but I think it's just, just John Deere. Okay. Does it affect any of the Chrysler workers? Because I know Chrysler, they are a big part of that. Right. And I haven't heard that they're on strike, but yeah, no, I haven't. Like, again, I haven't followed any of that at all. John Deere, but so yeah, I don't know, I don't know if they're still on strike. Deere's definitely taking the brunt of it if there is anybody. Yeah, everything that I'm seeing, is it's all just talks about Deere. Yeah. We possibly will be adding an excavator, too. That's very slightly in the works. Which you have one now? We have one now, and we'd add a bigger one. We'd add a, a big one. Yep. A big hoe. A big hoe. Big ol' mm, put it in a different area code. Fucking <laughs> 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 good one. <laughs> oh yeah, it was. Yes, it was, Rihanna. You're too young. Yep, you're too young. What else do you have? Does the depth gauge ever nail someone in the head? <laughs> I noticed in one of my videos. I didn't notice it when I was recording, but it was all over the back of Mouse's neck when he yeah. put, put the pipe in. <laughs> yeah, just rubbing on his neck. Yeah. So As gross. he's stuffing a pipe in a hole, right? Yeah. He had a he big old rubber sack on his neck. To mind. Yeah. <laughs> Once in a while, I'll see him spinning. <laughs> yeah. If you would just cup him and hold him out of the way, right? right. That's yeah. better. Yeah. <laughs> I did get a kick out of your Instagram. It was yesterday or the day before. You're looking out across the field how it's windy the one it was. With the ball <laughs> yeah. And you're like, oh, oh, it's a little windy out. <laughs> and I didn't think anything of it for a second. And then I noticed the nuts swinging around on the chain. I laughed pretty good. That was I good. chuckle at least 10 times a day when I look back and see those nuts dangling there. <laughs> Never gets old. I think you should tell the story about the soap at the shop because I found that pretty damn what? funny. <laughs> this was on a so podcast, isn't it? No, I don't think this was on a podcast. I feel like it is, but maybe I'm wrong. I don't. The think part I... where Randy didn't know it was soap. Oh wait, oh, I maybe think I not, have heard this story. Maybe not that part of it. So, so Mouse brings in this. This is hilarious. So, anyways, I'm in the bathroom, just using the bathroom, washing my hands, and and next to the sink is this cock pink, and balls. This, yeah, with a suction cup on it. Giant fake. <laughs> Cock and balls. Phallus. With a suction cup, like suction cup to the stainless steel sink, just standing there. Right. Standing there? Yeah. <laughs> Erect. You wash your hands. Erect. Like, hey. Yes. So, and I laughed my ass off. I, I probably sent a bunch of guys pictures of it, like, oh, the things we have in our shop bathroom, whatever. And then, like, every day, it would be, like, turned a little bit, and it was dirty, and, like, wet. Like, somebody clearly no, had touched it. And I'm like, and it was like greasy, dirty, you know, like you could tell someone with greasy hands is touching it. And I'm just rubbing like, it. And, you, like, and so if who, this would have happened one day, you would laugh. But every day it had turned a right. different direction. Like it was and turned like, a little bit. Was somebody turned. was clearly coming in and touching yeah. the fake cock. So one day I was sitting there like, like, this is so wrong. Like, why does this keep happening? And then I was like, well, like, I'm going to stick it sideways to the sink. So like when you walk up, it's just poking straight <laughs> you, outside. You have to move it or it's poking right. you in the belly. Yep. <laughs> and and I, I grab it. And it's hard it rock. slippery? It's soap. It's a bar of soap. <laughs> but the just, rest of the guys knew it and Randy didn't. So, I, so they're in there they're in there pumping the pumping the They're whacking it. Yeah, they're whacking soap it. On their hands. Soap on it. And I'm always like, who keeps touching this thing and moving it and, and clearly rubbing their hands on it? So is I think it, it was, still there? <clears throat> no. Well yeah, how are you supposed to clean your hands? Well, and who brought it in? I think it was Mouse. 
But then it got moved this <laughs> Which fall. Which means he purchased it online. <laughs> so it got moved this fall to, so if you've seen Zach's videos, you see the moisture test that he has. We have the same one. So it dumps the corn into a tray, and then you pull the tray open, and that corn sample, and then you dump it out. So then this fall, it got moved to there. So every time you open the corn tray, this pink cock was sitting in there poking up through the corn. <laughs> I think it's hilarious how nobody moves stuff like that at your farm. Like, it's just there. You went all fall, and every time somebody seriously tested the corn, they had to pull that tray out and dump the corn, and they left it in there. It, in. <laughs> it is today. I was looking for Oliver's watch, which is not there. But uh, it was sitting on the counter next to the. Well, we're done with corn harvest. So oh, someone took it. So, so it'll someone sit took there it out all winter. Someone took it out, cleaned it up, set it next. Yeah, but it'll it's be there. Soap. So put it back in the bathroom. Correct. It, it is soap. It is soap. John can soap. take it back with. Him. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I put it under Jocko's pillow or something. We tried to send him home with a cat. He leaves in a week, by the way. In a week? He's going home for good? Well, we kept telling him we're going to sabotage his COVID test. So he has to stay another two weeks. He's pretty How are worried about that. sabotage it? Not it won't sure. take much yeah. right now in our area. Yeah, yeah the numbers are a lot, yep. of, lot, of, co- Lots a lot of, of COVID. It's yeah. pretty crazy right now I was, again. I was joking with him. Maybe some people may take it the wrong way, but. I was joking with him that we know somebody at the hospital that can change that for him. But. Oh, whatever. <gasps> he wouldn't do that. <laughs> He's like, no, no, no. He's, he is for sure ready to go back now that we got mud and now it's cold and snow. He's like, had enough. He's a summer. Now he's he gets summer. to see that it is cold out here sometimes. And mud. Like, he's never seen mud in his life. He's a desert farmer. Right. Like, their mud was the irrigators left on a little too long, you know? But he does have lions that just want to get in his house sometimes. Right. <laughs> Correct. So yeah. Elephants, too. Yeah, just snakes. Snow. Yeah. Pick your poison. Would he be good on the podcast? He seems I, I pretty quiet so. when I've been out there. He's a little quiet. You can get him going. But yeah, he's he's a little quiet. Jocko, you, you got to open up more. And you got to come back next year, and then we'll yep. just get you over here. Yep. He could grandstand for a night. Feel it out. So right away, like his, his, I shouldn't say his English, his accent... Like I, I had a accent. yeah, I had a hard time understanding him, but now like I can understand him pretty good just because I think I got to know him. So I wasn't real sure about that either. Plus, we talked to a couple South Africans for like six hours at the street dance in K Town. Correct. So we kind of speak the clearly, local language. Yeah. Now. Yep. yep. So we're down pretty much bilingual. <laughs> yes. Pretty much bilingual. Yeah. <laughs> what else you got? Oh, do they make summer shandy year round around here? No. 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 I didn't think they did. Well, I'd assume they make it because it's it's made right in Wisconsin, but you can't get it. Can you get it in other states like I, California, I where it's summer year round? You can't go on vacation to Florida and get a summer shandy. Nah, in February. I don't. Somebody email Becky. I don't know if I've ever know. tried. <laughs> I bet you can get it in a bag. Yeah, in a bag. Summer shandy comes in a bag in the winter. A bag. Moving on. Okay. <laughs> All right. That was a really good look. Um, why do you farm was one of the, what motivates you to farm? It's kind of a good question. The hell else are you going to do? Uh, yeah, it's all I've ever known. True. Okay. All right. I they thought that was going to be a little bit more profound than that, but all right, moving on. Cause my family didn't like me being on the road racing cars so much. <laughs> do something with your life, Zachary. <laughs> Okay. All right. All right. I'll just keep going. All right. I'll, I'll filter through while we knock out Tina's list. I'll see yeah. what mine's got. What What's the return on investment for tiling? Ten years. That's when you start. That's when not you always, but that's kind it. of a when general, it like kind of pays for itself. Yeah, that's kind of the general rule of thumb. 
Okay. I would have guessed much sooner. I would have too. Most of the time it is, but conservative. I'm, I don't want to sell it, and then the guy's pissed off because, like, oh, you said ten, you said three years, or I mean, there's a lot of places where it pays for itself in one year. Yeah, well, yeah. I, was, I guess uh, that's kind I mean, of like, like around here. We don't have anything pattern tiled here, right? We tile out the low spots and the draws, which pretty much pays for itself in so big difference. So one here, three years. here you have more elevation change. You have more rolly hills. Yep. and you have smaller watersheds. But with those, you have some depressions and different things where it comes down, follows a draw through. Where out there, we have larger watersheds. We're still rolly, a little bit rolly hills, but much larger watersheds and then much gradualer, gradualer, gradual, more gradual. Much more gradual. Yes. <laughs> hills that allows things to really soak in than just the soil types. Yeah. But pretty typically, we can tell you we've done enough on our farm and enough of other customers that... You put a good full pattern tile, go by the soil types, the spacing that it needs, and you will do, I say 20 to 30, but it's almost always 30 to 40% more crop with the same Increase in yield. Increase in yield with the same inputs. So you can do the math on that, and it's generally like seven years. Yeah, it's it's crazy. Right. I mean, return, return on investment on drain tile for us is pretty well top of the list. Pretty much anytime you ask guys yeah. what what's what's the number one ROI on your farm, and almost always the the number one answer be drain tile. Yep, around so, here. So will there ever be a point where there's just nothing to drain tile anymore? You know, like in a, your lifetime, I don't think so. There's enough old clay that stuff that's a hundred years old, cement stuff that's seventy years old, that's getting replaced. And it's been a while since I looked at that, but someone had a chart showing that we were like fifteen percent tiled. Oh, there. of the things that were able to be tiled. Correct. Okay. Yep. Okay. Which I could be way off on that now, but it right. sounded You're good. just throwing out numbers. Correct. Which is yeah. kind of interesting because, like, what? the clay part, way back when, when they were installing the clay stuff, they couldn't install it as fast as you guys are nowadays. So they had that much clay tile installed, and it's lasted this long, and we've only replaced 15%, like, that to me seems like an interesting yeah, I think statistic. It's, it's, I wouldn't say it as we've, we've only replaced 15%. I would say of like clay tile, there's probably only a few percent of that done. Oh. You know, of course, across the whole, and I'm talking all land. Right, right, yeah. right. So 15% of all the land oh. is tiled, which is probably, you know, more than that now. But, yep. But yeah, they some of the stuff they've done and, and we hook in to still use and replace, and I'm replacing another clay tile next week. It's like 12 feet deep for 1,000 feet. You know, I had to bring in a big excavator. I have a guy bringing a big excavator and do a subcut for us to be able to plow this tile line in. And they freaking did that by hand. Yeah, that's like crazy. Some of that, some of that they had drag lines right. that threw the top, you know, down the last couple of feet and then dug it in by hand. But it's it was done by hand. It's on grade. It's still working today. Like, that is just crazy. Once upon a time, we had recorded a podcast about drain tile. That's a damn good podcast. It was a good it's podcast. And no, it's not it's, out it's there. It's not on the interwebs, but no, we have it. No, but I'm, right. I'm thinking we ended up having to pull it because a sponsor wasn't pleased with our taste and humor, mostly, I think, is how it worked. But I've been thinking about... They weren't about, as colorful. Yeah, yeah. So I've been thinking about just removing anything, like just going in, trimming it up, like trimming out their name, like whatever, and reposting it. Because it was a good podcast. It was funny. Yep. 
It was funny and educational. It was one of the better podcasts. Just, but they said know. that some like, of it wasn't podcast. accurate. But I, how much of that could it actually be? I mean, we are so accurate with everything. <laughs> right. <we put> out. <laughs> yeah. like, absolutely everything. <laughs> you, we've learned about aquifers and ancient lakes tonight. <laughs> right. With straight facts. I might actually do it the episode after this one because we're short and we're tired and busy. And I don't know. We'll see. But I'm considering it because it was a yep. good episode. And I yep. think that. Because so few people actually got to listen to it. Yeah, it was out for a couple days. And there was a few people that that only made it like a quarter of the way through, (laughs) and then we pulled it. So then they were like, what happened? What happened? Where did it go? So Zach's writing down questions over there and chuckling. full, yeah. But do you have more in the meantime, Tina? No, let's let's have some. I have one for a nurse, and I'm I'm trying to figure out if there's a news story something here or if this is just like completely random, but but I'm going to ask Tina. Oh, God. This guy says, this is his, his question. I had a Pepsi today. Am I going to get lupus? <laughs> that, was, that was on a podcast. Oh, my Ask, gosh. That was like, that was on a podcast? Yeah, Because yeah. yes. we were all surprised that Randy was right. And he's like, boom, f- like I was because right. it was aspartame. Yeah, right? what, what were they saying? It was it Randy. was aspartame. Aspartame. I remember that because we were I don't talking about the lupus thing. I always, yes. I always call Diet Pepsi. Was always it's, called, it's the lupus. Or just It'll Pepsi. give you lupus. Yep. It'll give you lupus. <laughs> okay, we got to the bottom of that, and I don't aspartame. remember it. But aspartame. aspartame. It was you who was saying, I kept saying aspartame. aspartame, and I'm like, what? Yep, it was aspartame. <laughs> ah. Oh, fun times. <laughs> Are you or someone you know looking to add a revenue stream to your farm business? Why not become a community builder with FBN? You can partner with one of the fastest growing companies in ag while choosing the products you sell and working on your schedule. There's no better way to build your bottom line while providing farmers with access to cost efficient inputs delivered direct to farm so that they can build their bottom line. If you're interested, visit fbn.com slash build to sign up to become a community builder with FBN today. What is the most interesting ag, ag that you've seen or experienced? And I thought that was a cool question because we've oh, all been to a couple different The vegetable here. farming is just insane. I mean, like, not, well, they're all vegetables, or are they? Well, we visited Florida The vegetables that we South buy Texas. in the grocery store, like... Just the carrots, so water, how they plant right. the watermelon, how they harvest the carrots, how they harvest the cabbage, how they, all of that to me. Why the fireplace like, is back on, things like that. Right, yeah. I have now like removed a, my sweater. A, a head of lettuce you guys. gets bagged in the field. Bagged. Bagged in Although, the field. I have noticed that now. Tied like, and set on the conveyor belt that brings it over. The guy sets it in the box. It goes and gets not freeze chilled, but super chilled. Yeah. And then goes in the fridge. But, like, nobody touches that except for the guy that harvests it. And I've noticed that, like, I just bought some lettuce not too long ago, and it says, you know, like, wash thoroughly or whatever. It says bagged in the field. Yeah. I think it was, like, Dole it, brand or and something. And if, if he picks it, it up cool. and drops it and it, it touches the ground, they leave it. Yep. Mm-hmm. And they will destroy your ankle when you're trying to walk across right. that field. I, it, you step uh, on a lettuce, lettuce field is extremely Terrible. difficult to walk through. And yeah. those guys walk up and down it with machetes in there. They hack it off, pick it up, they how tear many, the butt off, throw it in each other, swinging machetes. How many workmen's comps claims? I cannot talk. And I'm not even drinking. Do they have for like sprained ankles? Like a day. Right. Like what? 
I was trying to walk out there because they're on hills. So right. you have. So do you walk on the hill or do you walk where the heads of lettuces are? And like that blew my mind. But it kind of gets me like the whole thing that I took yeah. from that whole aspect there, is that. It gets a little political, but, you know, Republicans and Democrats, how much Republicans are against having immigrants or people coming into this country. But then how much white men, Americans, whatever you want to call it, we depend on immigrants from Mexico to feed us. Like if we did not have all of those people here, I think a lot of them are here on H2As. Well, at least that's how it was in Texas and Florida. Yeah, Cause they're, they're staying at and the, probably California too. I would say but Is I it H2As, right? Yeah. H2As. So basically the same, same yeah, program we have Jocko Jocko on. but it's like, if we didn't have the, we, we would starve, right? Like, I mean, they harvest, they've got to be harvesting 99% of the vegetables we're buying in a grocery store. They definitely were there, yeah. Yeah. But I, I don't would know say that. the two places I've been, it's closer to 100%. I would say more right. the the back and forth thing is more the illegal immigrants in, not That's the ones the, going through the H2A program, not the ones actually going right, through the correct but process. Channels, That's right. what I would say, it's, yes. It's the illegal ones that are just getting let in, I think, is where it gets political then why can't they make the process to become legally easier? Because whether they're here on the H2A or we just let them come legally and let them, I mean, if they're feeding us, can't they just be? Well, and that's the other thing. Half the time when we were there, they would say the people in the H2A program, they didn't speak well of them. They kept them in pretty much like encampments. They look like prisons on the outside. No. So part of the H2A program is you have to give them housing. Right. Yep. And then uh, DJ handled more of that. So I don't know how the meals and all that stuff went, you know, for sure. But but housing is a big thing. So yeah. So if you're bringing in 400 of them, I mean, what better way than to have their own complex? Yeah. I'd imagine they don't. Well, maybe they do have to stay there in your housing that they're going to stay there in the housing you provide. I think they have to. It's you have to have a bed for each person. Remember, it was so many feet. They're not being forced to do that. Homeland Security had to come in and inspect the place where Jocko was going to stay. We did have to add stairs to a window for a, a oh, means yeah, of fire. egress. Yeah, for, yeah, all you know, that, for that stuff. Did but you I mean, add stairs to your window, or are you just going to burn? We added stairs Randy to the window. Randy doesn't have a window in his bedroom. Yeah, I do. They both do. You do? So you yeah. have stairs on yours now, too? Oh. Actually, mine has stairs. His does not. His is low enough because of the pitch of the other roof. My window had to be higher. So they, they gave had you to add a safer stairs. room? Oh. No, he actually has a safer room. Which it's his room because it had the TV in it because it was my old room. I, I lost my TV. Get all that? It's interesting. <laughs> I lost There's, my TV. I but just was hoping there was a way to harass you. But it's really not that DJ got done, which not saying anything against DJ, but I mean, we got the I'm sure when you're doing it for one person versus 500. And then, and then 5, once 000. it's done, it's really simple because you have all the work. So he right. actually, another guy that gets five of them every year, a customer of ours. So he basically got all the paperwork from him. Like here, talk to this person. So basically there's like an agent over there that you talk right. to. Mm-hmm. And then she like, she basically had sent us like 10 different papers, like applications. Yeah. Resumes. To go through resumes. That's what the word to oh. go through. And then we picked like the top, like three of them or something right. and then talk to them and to pick them, which obviously over there when they're hiring, I don't even know how many 500, they can't hardly go through every single one like that. But it'd be really interesting, actually, to get somebody on the show that could talk about how that system works, mm-hmm. right? What the processes are. But the tough part is they got to be able to drink beer and cuss too. Right, <laughs> right, right. I'm trying to think. There was another farm where we were at where they weren't using people on the H2A. They were they were just immigrants. They were. Was that in Florida? Some of the places 
I don't remember which, but some of the places hire a subcontract crew to come in and like pull weeds. Right. And then that way they didn't have to worry about, I don't know if that's the right way to say it. They didn't have to worry about who they were, where they were. Right, like it they hired yeah. this guy to come into the ten man crew. So right. basically, it's not our crew. It was right. like, so basically, yep. it was like, well, we probably know that they're not legal, but it's not really our concern because we hired we, this guy yeah, to do this. Somebody job. else is yes. responsible like for who it. Who he brought to do it? So it's like yeah. kind of turning the cheek, kind of type deal. Correct. But there's a lot of that. There's got to be right. I, I mean, think there is. Yeah. What percentage of it is the H two A versus the people that are here illegally and are just working and they get the fake social security numbers and all that stuff. And I don't know for sure, but I would guess that like your, your corporate guys, like the, so like the lettuce harvest, that was all done by the company, right? I believe so. Yeah. Cause they own the, or the process, the packing plant. Yeah. So they're the ones so that the, actually went out and did the harvesting for the farmer. Yeah. Right. You know, so I would assume that those are all, I mean, that's a corporate, like mm-hmm. there's, which you know, I, those are going to be H two A's. But as far as like the farmer, if he needs weeds or transplants or things like that, he just needs a small crew to come in and do some planting. Where it's not the corporate, right? You know, right. It's probably where they get by with some of that a little more. Hire right. the local crew here, right? Yep. yep. This is too much red tape. That's what I. That I think that's what I was just trying to get around. It's like for for I think how too much dependent red tape we is a are consistent on theme people in the United for States. The, yeah. you know these people of these demographics to provide us with the food that we eat. And yeah, it just seems messed yep. up. Is, and then uh, what was the other one that they were, they were grabbing like 10 of them, cutting them off and then putting the band on them like cilantro or something. Oh <laughs> yeah. Cilantro. 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 Say it again. Yeah. Cilantro. The bundles, cilantro. Uh, the bundles of cilantro. Yes. <laughs> and parsley, Shlami. they do like that. They pick everything by the day. For whatever the packaging plant that was said the part they needed. That was me, was the logistics of it all, making sure it's all fresh and ripe so on the need, correct day and harvested correctly. So we need 30 correctly. cases of lettuce. And like one, I think it was the cilantro. Cilantro. <laughs> cilantro. <laughs> that, that is not a bung, it's for my schlung. <laughs> it's for my cilantro. <laughs> but they could, they could go in, so if it was getting too tall, too big, too ripe, whatever. They could come in and shred it, and then four days later, it would be back to ripe again. Fresh cilantro. Yeah, so if they couldn't harvest, they didn't have enough orders (laughs) in to harvest it, and it was going to be too ripe, they would just shred it down and let it regrow. Right. And grab it a week later, whatever it was. What was the one field we went to with Michelle where when we got there, like 100 feet later, they were quitting? They picked up. I think that finished their boxes. Was that a lettuce or like a red cabbage or something? Oh, there was they were, a They were finishing a regular lettuce and then they're moving to a purple lettuce. A different from one lettuce to another lettuce. Yep. So like the other end of the but field. But the, the part that fascinates me is like I'd never thought about it before. It makes sense. But so they got their quota. They filled their boxes of lettuce for that day. They stopped. Middle of the field. Middle of the round. Like, well, this is where we are when we're full. Pick up. Move the whole machine to the other end of the field Didn't to we, the different type of lettuce. We like, like caught them. So how? Yeah, like we, we got there and we were walked done. halfway across the field and they stopped. And we're like, uh, "What's going on?" And they're like, "Oh, we're done." Like, yeah, because oh. it was also interesting. So like when they're harvesting it, they would have so they would have we get the brands wrong, but it was you know they'd have a stack of Dole boxes and then they would have a stack of a different yes, company's right. boxes. Yep. And so Dole lettuce and whatever this other one was, I, literally coming from the same, same field, same field. farmer, so same like, people. Okay, right. So Dole needs ten thousand bushel or bundles of lettuce today, and then whatever Aldi 
you know, name brand or whatever needs 200 bundles or whatever. And so they had filled those boxes. And then once those boxes were full, they like that was when they would knew that that order was full. I remember Matt saying something when we were at that packing plant about that. Like, you know, Aaron and I dispute all the time over which brands are better of these vegetables. He's like, it it all comes from the same damn place. Right. Uh-huh. right. It's the same exact stuff. The uh, Is it romaine lettuce? Does that come in the clear tub? It's like all the different colors and whatever. Well, that's like well, I've never eaten a vegetable. Mixed. I don't know. Yeah, the, the whatever mix. Spring mix. Spring mix. So that came down. So it all got dumped on top and then like went to the different shoots. And the ladies... We're sorting it by the eye to give it a good look in the container. Oh, that's oh, right. Yeah. That was cool to see from the So that, that container of spring mix is hand Selected. mixed so that it's not yeah. all purple, it's not all green. It's a good variety. Yeah, yeah it's just it's crazy how hands on all that. Unbelievable, was. isn't it? Compared to like what, what we do here. Right. Right. Forty everything's so 60, automated. Hundred foot wide machines. <laughs> right. Onions and we'll come seemed- in and wipe out hundred and sixty acres and yep. just Toss it all together in a bin. <laughs> right. Onions, they harvest by hand, but then they got sorted by, their machine process was sorting a little different. They that was cool they to sorted see the by different size. It was like chain yeah. link fenced, but different sizes. So like the big onions would stay on top and mm-hmm. then the little ones would fall through right away. I don't even like onions really, but that warehouse smelled good. Like I could work in that. Yeah. I was surprised how clean it was. Very. It was like, I mean, it, well, I know, oh, but, I mean, and I get that. Like, there's, I'm sure, rules, but it was even, it was the afternoon that we went in there and it was still quite clean in there. Everything, when we went to the lettuce packing plant, yeah, I mean, all that stuff was yep. that way. Yeah. Yep. They have super high standards, which is great. Which is why we, we got to even, don't want to have. Well, even in the fields, we got to wear those cool beard nets. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. oh that's right. I forgot yeah, yeah. that you guys had to wear those. Yep. Which is so funny. Like, the men and women harvesting the crops have to wear beard covers, but then, like, the wild coyotes in the field that are running right, all day long on every day. Right. Are... But that's organic. <laughs> I mean, that guy got True. really angry with me, and I peed in there, but no, oh, I did Randy, <laughs> Well, maybe if you wouldn't it. have peed on the conveyor belt, yeah. the lettuce was dry- <laughs> running up God. on it. <laughs> So, there was porta potties there. There yeah, were everywhere you yeah. go. There's I, a trailer of how much toilets. hand washing is going on, eh. and then too, like I'm sure a lot of the salmonella and stuff like that just comes from animals. They have the, field, the, right? that conveyor belt. They're like they're putting the lettuce and everything on. Yeah, they were spraying it with something also, and then and yeah, they, and they had like the hand washing stuff set should, up on yeah, the conveyor yeah, belt. Yep. Like yep. it was even in the field, it was cleaner than yeah. I thought it would. Have yep. ever Pretty been. legit, really. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, mm-hmm. like. To the point where, well, how else are you going to do it? Right. You want your vegetables or not? You don't think about it. Right. Yeah, yeah we, you don't we think jump, about it. We jump out of the combine and take a whiz. Yeah. No, there's there's nobody out there doing that. No. No. Right. Uh-uh. Definitely not. Somebody was very interested to hear Randy's opinion on Gleaner Combines. Have we told that story? Which one? <laughs> Ooh, you have more than one? Well, clearly you have one good Gleaner Combine story. Right. Yep. All, all Gleaners should end. Well, yours did. Yes. <laughs> oh, was that the it one? suicided. <laughs> right. Yes. It uh, did try to murder Randy, though. That's it did. Right. I still have a scar on my finger from that. Yep. That one. Are you okay? Uh, that one. You got burned. injured from that. I did. It like souffléed the side of my. It's right there. It souffléed the side of my finger off. Oh. Souffléed. Souffléed. Souf- we need to write down all the words Randy's <laughs> making up tonight. <laughs> Cilantro. Something went to a luau. Cilantro. Cilantro. <laughs> I don't know how to spell luau. <laughs> L-U-A-U. Or shalantro. In luau? Is that what he said? He was in luau. <laughs> in lu? In luau. I'm going to say that all the time I must now. have been on 
He had permits that had been in Luau. Yeah. I heard it, but I didn't register. In, in, uh... Oh, Randy. F*** you guys. <laughs> you can't do that when I'm taking a drink of beer. But no, we, uh, we love you too. 2010, the last cleaner we owned had a fire and burned. Had a big fire. Big fire. And that's all. That's the Started story. Started directly under the cab, so... I get to the corner of the field. I was open the headlands. I get to the corner of the field and I go to back up. Kind of lit a fire under your ass, huh? <laughs> right. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> good one. <laughs> but I back up and the flames just roll out from under the cab. So I grabbed my phone and I bailed out the cab. And uh, I remember I called 911 and while I was on the phone with 911, like all the windows in the cab blew out. And it was nothing but a ball of, like the first picture I took when I got off 911 was a picture of the combine and nothing but the cab. Yeah, that first one. That Tina, second Tina's one there. got the photo here. I have the photo. It is just the cab on the combine. It's it's an eerie picture. We should... Uh, I should send that to you. You should send that to me, and then I will post that to the Off the Husk yeah. Instagram when this episode and, comes and that out. And uh, that was another mud year. It's strange. So we ended this up... This episode's odd. coming out, like, in a week. You don't have to tell them that. They'll know. This episode's coming out today when you hear it now live. Yeah. <laughs> well, we, we ended up having to hook on and, and drag the fire trucks out there with the tractors. Through to, the mud? To put it out. I don't yeah. know if I'd heard that part before. So then you had to drag them out of there? Oh, yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah, one of the pictures there is a tractor dragging a what fire department? truck out. Uh, Clinton. Oh, I bet they were excited about that. Then Shikayo came because it was wet that year. No, 09 it was wet also. It was really wet in 09. 010 was kind of wet. So 09, we put big singles on it, tires. I'm not good on tire sizes, but really big ones. And like lagering tires at that time, it was kind of before the LSW thing. Yep. And when those tires blew, it was so loud that a farmer five miles away called in a potential plane crash because he heard the explosion and then looked over and saw the black smoke. So then the Chicago Fire Department come driving because he was in the Chicago area and said, sure. roughly three miles west of me, whatever it was. Uh, large explosion. Oh man. maybe a, maybe a plane crash. <laughs> that made you jump because you couldn't have been standing more. Than oh a couple yeah, it was feet a away. it was a bang. It like blew all the parts off the side of the feeder house. I've never seen it like an explosion like that from a tire. It was like Jeez. good lord. All the you, pictures are coming to you. So the tires were oh, no good either. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> couldn't even save. Couldn't them save the tires. Mm. I didn't Shoot. even get my monitor out, so we have no data, no yield data from 2010. Doggone it. Was that yeah. when you did say, like, I wanted to go back in for it? This was or before the cloud? It didn't upload simultaneously? Mm, yeah, there is. Did I just make a Nobody word? understands the cloud. <laughs> make up a word. Simultaneously? Simul? Simul? Samuel Simon says tenuously. <laughs> that, that has potential. That'll be on Carmelo's list for titles of the podcast. That's a good title. How do you even spell that? I don't, I don't even remember exactly what you said. Samuel. We'll, we'll leave that up to Carmelo. Simon's. How do you spell whatever Simon said? Let's see. Brianna oh, somebody's Daniel. interested to know what's the real story that happened with uh, Brian Brown. Yeah, I actually had one too. What happened oh, you to did? Brian Brown? I will just cross that off because we can't talk about what it. What happened to Brian Brian Brown? He right. died. Oh, what happened with Brian Brown? <laughs> is, oh, I get it now. Is uh, <laughs> I was like, well, you guys still talk to him. Tina was disappointed. I mean, I'd have to. I the, was. I was not mad. I was just disappointed. I'd have to do the back math on it, but I think we're still five years away from talking about that. 
It's more than We'd that. We'd have to look in the books. I think it's seven? more than that. It's seven be, total, it's, and that was two years ago. It was not two years ago, was it? It wouldn't. It was last One summer. I bet it was Shit, a year no, and a half ago. Year and a half ago. Year and a half ago. Yeah, it was just over a year ago because it was when I got the white Thunder Creek trailer. Yeah, it was like be, a year be, ago Because now. the cooler we use <laughs> is what gave us away. The one, the one Jim brought back in the morning. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, if I was listening to this, I'd be trying to piece that crime scene together right now. <laughs> oh, boy. Are, are you missing a cooler? <laughs> yeah. Of course, of all places. It's At like Jim's. 6.30 a.m. Yeah. Come on, man. Are you boys missing a cooler? You did not hide that Yes, I'm missing a cooler and I have a headache. I'll come get it later. <laughs> anyway. What else you got, Tina? How many acres do you tile in a year, Randy? Uh, I don't work by acres. Okay. How many days do you tile in a year? All of them that we can. Oh. We will hit, I don't want to say until I add up, but I'm going to say we'll hit about 2 million feet this year. What's the most? Uh, that'll be pretty close to the most. When you it first, might be two and a half million. Not after. When you first started, what? How much did you? What? How much pipe like, did you like lay? First, first started. Yeah. One field. Thirty thousand, ten thousand feet, thirty thousand feet. Nice. And now we do, like big, nice pattern jobs. We do fifty-five thousand feet, feet in a day. In a oh, in a day. How much yeah. did you just say? Fifty-five thousand in a day. 50, we did fifty-six thousand. On that one you were on that day, but what's on your full average? Day. And that a- was that was that was like twenty three hundred foot runs. Average, I couldn't even tell you because we get on mains where you we get, do a thousand feet a right, day. Right, you have some things where you gotta. Yeah, you're in and out of a tractor or whatever. And yep, changing <clears throat> shit. Doing mains super slow. So yeah, as far as an average, I no idea. Right, two million feet. Feet. Two million feet. Correct. Oh, not acres, because I think that's what. It, oh, how many acres did you tell? Yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't even. You don't tell know you. acres. No, but it would because we. You go by. We feet. work a lot of. We work in a lot of quarters where I plow, ten thousand feet in the quarter. Then the next quarter, I'll put two hundred and fifty thousand feet in it. So. How come you go by feet? Why don't you go by something longer? Yards? That's how they should I? Because they got to charge by because we're how the many, foot. Cause how much is, pipe they're putting? Because this is America, and there's twelve inches in every foot. If I was in South Africa, we'd go by meters, I suppose. Meters? Would it be meters? Meters, which is about three feet. Because one yard is about yeah. a meter, right? Correct. So, so, yeah, that's how that's how we measure our linear foot in the U.S. Is by linear. Did you say linear foot? I did say linear. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to add that. What is wrong with Our linear foot. <laughs> Chase your own stupid deer all day. We gotta title something about Randy's new dictionary. This is the Randy Nesky dictionary.